0: Thank you for listening to The Only Way Is Up, where we teach science and homeopathic remedies to arm you in the battle of good mental health. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. If you have a medical condition, please contact a qualified healthcare provider. Please rate us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts and enjoy the show.
1: I did. So and it's written in such a format that it's pleasant to the eye. It is. It's it's beautiful. It's
0: easy to follow. Um, I don't know why you don't write in, uh, or why you don't print in duplex. You know, save paper and trees.
1: Okay. First of all, I am trying to save up for my parking lot in the Brazilian rainforest, and secondly, I hate looking through and then having to flip over and you kind of the words bleed through. So, I kind of like just being able to cite it to the ah, well, side. You know, if you didn't you know
0: use mean? such cheap, uh, you know, thin paper, then... Um, well, it's you know, the anyway.
1: cheapest that Office Depot has. Yeah, I, I think. Mean, our staples for Office Max, whatever the fuck that is there. Uh,
0: I think we only have a staples now. Yeah, lot of All right. Uh, welcome to episode 17 of The Only Way Is Up. A follow-up interview with Adam Gornall, And basically three weeks later, um, to no fault of me, Chris G., your host, uh, but to the... Blame of co-host, uh Jack. Jack the Coastie. So we're kind of skipping our, our notes here a
1: little bit. You know, let's celebrate a positive before we get into a negative, and let's just let everybody know about our new Patreon page we have.
0: That was a great throw that was a great throw-in. Yes, we do have a Patreon page now. Uh it is called the Only Way Is Up Podcast, where you can show your support and love for Chris and Jack the Coastie. Uh, no really we do, we do um, really hope that people will visit our Patreon and support this podcast we really enjoy bringing content and uh, obviously uh, supporting us is the best way for us to keep doing this
1: so we'll, we'll, let's go ahead and kill the elephant that's in the room Okay, okay uh, about you being mad at me about putting the podcast on standby for two weeks while I traveled on business yes and
0: that, but I think those are in the show notes for next episode but we should obviously talk about it here uh, so, yeah, what, what what gives, my friend? If you notice,
1: I kind of allude to it in both show notes I, I, uh, because I knew you were going to carry it on to the next episode. And this is going to be three or four episodes down the road. You're going to hold this over my head. I 100% will. Even though I, the, the truth, yeah. when I tried to record and you said, no, let's put all our effort into this Patreon thing. Yeah. And that's why we didn't record anything.
0: So even though you gave me 30 minutes of your time to write out the Patreon page, you thought that we could manage a successful episode in that same amount of time?
1: No, I was alluding to the fact that you only allotted 30 minutes in two weeks for us to get together. And and and,
0: and, and why were you traveling? Uh, did business, you said? Yeah, uh,
1: I was doing self-defense classes not oh. in
0: Florida and in Ohio. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, and how did those go?
1: Actually, they went really well. Do you expect any less from our... Uh,
0: no, I, I, you know, I don't. Um, I, and, and, you know, I also don't expect you to, uh, to put that on hold while you, while you let this podcast just slip through the wayside.
1: Okay. So we're going to put this, we're going to table this and let's bring this back. Chris, how did you feel about Adam's program that he talks about that he does? You um, like that? Shift, I, shift. I really
0: enjoyed, <laughs> he's, he's, he's shifting me because I'm being bitter and like, I'm um, and petulant. Um, no, I, I all all joking aside. The, the I thought the episode went really well. Uh, Adam was you know really fun to have on, and I'm uh, as I was editing it and listening to it, it was a lot of the stuff that he was saying in terms of when we'll get into this later on. But things like his hypnotherapy, a lot of his techniques that he uses are stuff that I'm very curious to kind of um, kind of suss out, like the uh, how effective it is for his clients. Um, And stuff that, honestly, I'd be really, you know, really into, like, trying myself. Uh, And then there's one thing, of course, in particular, which was the artificial intelligence thing that he's... Or, or like, the chat GPT system that he's going to be potentially implementing, which, which I think is a pretty... I mean, we're probably right there, right? Like, we're at the cusp of where, like, you can talk to a computer. And, like, if you're feeling maybe suicidal or depressed or anxious or whatever, and the computer is talking to you in a compassionate way um to try to at least kind of bring you down like you know maybe from like an sos state i mean we're not far from having artificial intelligence i don't know therapists. how i feel about this
1: i honestly don't there, yeah nothing replaces the human to human content I, I, I agreed however ai put can put if you're like that ai is kind of like the ambulance right yeah it's transporting that person to human-to-human contact. It's, hey, let me talk to you and get some things to you while I'm getting an actual human to your place. Bingo. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I really don't. If, if But if people are viewing it as, that my therapist is AI, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I, I understand where Adam's going with this, where you can call up, ask a couple of questions, And it basically has taken all of Adam's brain and kind of converted it in. And he still gets the questions that are asked. Yeah. Um, And he can still amend it and change it and all that kind of stuff. And and I totally get that. Um, Or if he's using it kind of like, hey, this is a prelude to what you can get from me. Yeah. Right, because there's like so many people like trying to get into his program. And I think that's awesome. So I don't think, I don't have a problem with that. But if we're thinking that going down the road that I could do four to six months of therapy with an AI program. That that's what I'm having issues you, you, with. Yeah,
0: that, I I'm not ready for that for myself. And but but you know that it's going to happen. Like the suicide hotline could benefit from something like that, right? Somebody absolutely, is absolutely. like in, instead of being put on hold, they can talk to a computer, and it can still be compassionate enough until you finally get a real human involved, or I don't know something to that effect, but. My um, luck,
1: my luck. Like I would never want to commit suicide, but if I did, and I actually called that line, I would get the person who's brand new <laughs> and, and doesn't really know what to say. And I would get, can you, can I put you on hold? Yeah, yes. Sorry, <laughs> I, like
0: I gotta, I gotta consult the manual on this one. This one's out of my. That's what my I would league. get. Yeah. So,
1: and I'm not saying suicide hotline is bad. Please don't take that, everybody. Yeah, it, yeah. it is a great thing. Um, I'm
0: just, that's just my luck. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it isn't it all of our luck uh yeah so no i i I think anyway i enjoyed the episode i enjoyed listening to it um and and i hope you know adam had a good time on here and and would obviously love to have him back uh again just to sort of name drop his stuff again um returning warrior spotify itunes uh that kind of stuff uh you know wherever you get your podcasts and um yeah uh as far as um well here do i mean do you want to give like one last little blurb about adam or or yeah let's just throw it out there real quick just talk about him sure
1: so, uh, real quick, snap, just to catch everybody up. Uh, Adam is a trauma-informed life coach, qualified and experienced in working with men and women who are surver- surviving day-to-day due to unchecked trauma. The Returning Warrior program is one product he uses to bring people back from the brink. Adam also has a successful podcast, The Returning Warrior, on, like Chris said, on Spotify and iTunes. And, uh, yeah, that's Adam's quick, down, and dirty. If you haven't heard it, I, I invite everybody to go take a listen.
0: So Jack, uh, why did you want to do a follow-up episode? Because um, uh, this this actually was your idea. So,
1: I I honestly think this is something we should do standard with all of our guests. Um, and y- you know what I love about it? it? It gives you and I a chance to pick apart and really dive into certain certain segments or different things that they said or the programs that they do and they push. Yeah. And I thought that'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, Adam had a lot of great points, and I wanted to take the time to discuss between you and I. Uh, and how we felt about it. Uh, obviously, he's a close and dear friend of mine, uh, but I do not know how I feel about some of his therapy ideas.
0: Um, what, what, what? When you say what, what uh, of his ideas? Which ones do you not like?
1: So hypnotherapy. That okay. that for, for me, I I am a skeptic to hypnosis.
0: Okay. I am. I I don't. Have you ever been tested for hypnotizability? No. Okay. Because that is a thing. Not everybody is hypnotizable. Huh, I did not know. So um, there, there, like hypnosis, hypnotherapy, etc. There is, uh, there is like more or less like a small test that a hypnos- a hypnotherapist would put you through to kind of see like, yeah, this is gonna work for you or mm, not really. Now Adam did say that he does not do that, I think, which was a little bit curious. Which also means, in my opinion, that he may not be doing like full blown hypnotherapy and maybe more um, like. Med- like kind of meditative therapy like in a, a way. deep meditation? Yeah, basically, which so, everyone can benefit from that. But Right.
1: So I can go into a deep meditative state yeah. to where – and to me, this is where I, I think they're different. Like to me, if I'm hypnotized, I'm not going to be uh, uh, cognitive of what's happening yeah. and won't remember it. However, in the deep meditative state that you can get into – I am cognitive of what's going on, and I remember every single thing that happens. So to me, that's the difference between the two. But yeah. if others feel differently, you know, let me no, know.
0: I, I, no, I think, I think well, I, I think even true hypnotism, you do remember, I, I, guess, it, I guess there's just multiple forms. Because I've experienced a few different forms of hypnosis, and most of which never necessarily implied that you wouldn't remember what was discussed. But what's what's I guess supposed to happen is you're sort of like rewriting the neurons in the, your brain, which is sort of like if, if you're, you know, you let's say you want to get off sweets, right? Yeah. Well, you go in under hypnosis that, you know, no, don't Jack doesn't like sweets. Jack doesn't like sweets. Now. Now when I snap my fingers, you wake up. Well, you didn't forget the session. You just for some reason don't crave sweets anymore. Yeah. But then you see hypnosis on TV where it's like, you know, Jack, you were in a de-meditative state and when you wake up, you will not remember this thing. And then they men in black you and flash that little, uh, uh, whatever, you know, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. thing up at you. So
1: my biggest fear is like, it's going to be on video, me without pants on, walking around fucking like a chicken, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's just it.
0: I've already got that on TikTok.
1: Yeah, okay, great.
0: So, so um yeah okay so all right so his hypnotherapy you're I, I mean have you talked to him about maybe trying a session i mean may, maybe you should do that see if like he'd be willing to do one on, for a podcast possibly of doing some some hypnotherapy for you
1: yeah i can talk to him about it like yeah. I, it's i didn't think about it no i, I mean we I can certainly
0: kick it out yeah to him um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I think it'd be kind of a cool way to maybe promo his stuff if he's interested in doing such, and and uh, you know, again, maybe see see if that might also relieve your skepticism on it. Uh, did you have anything else about his particular techniques that you weren't hot on, or was that basically the only no, one?
1: No, hypno, Hy- hypnosis, hypnotherapy. Yeah, yeah thank you. Hypnosis. Hypnotherapy.
0: Uh, what are, what are things about his stuff that you did like?
1: I, you know what, like, I love the part where he gets into the whole inner child. Um, And we kind of talk about this uh, a little bit later on about how he, well, I will say to me, I view my life as compartments. There was childhood to 18, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. There was uh, my first four years in the military. There was my next four years in the military and so on and so forth. And now there's been the nine years since I retired. And to me, like, those are just chunks of my life. They don't they don't pass over to the other one, right? Mm-hmm. But as we all know, that's wrong, right? Because yeah. it's all life experiences turned into one. And even at fifty years old, I still have an inner child inside that's running around smashing and breaking shit, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I think everybody does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, so I'm not keen on the hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like all the whole inner child piece, um, but. First and foremost, I, of th- which is why I like therapists over like doctors, psychiatrists, psychologists, and stuff like that, is they're not quick to label what you have, but they kind of it, it's a they build that relationship, so they become someone that you trust, vice a doctor-patient relationship that a psychiatrist and a psychologist always. Because they're always like, well, you know, as my patient and as your, <clears throat> you yeah. know, psychiatrist, blah 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 blah. Whereas a therapist is like, y- you know what, Jack, and then you know,
0: I'm i love, Lisa. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Let's talk man to man, woman to man. You know. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. And
1: and I love the fact that that's what I feel like that's where Adam brings into it, and he brings in like, you know, first and foremost, it's whether he means to or not, but it is it, it is a Christian approach. Like, you know, hey. Btw, we're all broken, right? You know, I'm broken. You're broken. Let's be broken together, and let let's let's heal. Let's do that. And I, I love that aspect of mm. what he does. Okay,
0: um, yeah, that you know that is that is nice when when you can kind of tear down the I don't know the formal walls and um, and not label things. I really do think labeling is incredibly toxic and frankly counterproductive for like, I mean arguably like 75 percent of situations i mean if somebody is schizophrenic paranoid schizophrenic extreme bipolar um you know has uh, extreme personality disorder these are things where you know maybe you do need a label because you need to be able to sort of categorize and and like you know that also kind of maybe helps you come up with a treatment course yeah but somebody that's suffering from like let's say low to mid to maybe even like higher levels of anxiety depression um, you know maybe even some disorders in that regard it I just feel like labeling does more more of a disservice even like attention deficit disorder or, or I, I honestly disorder. Think that
1: if it's for the insurance right Save, well, exactly save your it. labels it, it, for the interns. B- bingo, yeah, but not the patient. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if if you're a a, a doctor, a psychologist, and a psychiatrist, I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Stop telling me every five minutes. Well, that's because you're depressed. Well, yeah. that's because your anxiety is no shit. Dude. Yeah, that's, really? that's why I'm here. Yeah, I don't need you. <laughs> like
0: good job brother it's 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 true um yeah and and labeling somebody only serves to make them identify like permanently with something i maintain i mean i really maintain that you know a lot of my anxiety was was made worse because somebody said well you have general anxiety disorder and that just made the brain kind of just go even you know more out there you know well what does that mean like well what does this can i get rid of this am i going to feel like this forever i mean like Am I going to have to change every? You know, it's it's it just it does a disservice. So uh, anyway, yeah, agreed. You know, he he seemed like he was kind of against the labeling, and and I think that's uh, you know, that's a good thing.
1: But. and then, of course, there's the number one thing that I can't stand him for is that he's so damn good looking. Mm, sure. <laughs> other than that, I like what he's got going on.
0: Yeah, it, it, it is a good thing. The hypnotherapy is something I, I do want to try. Uh, I would love to see it done, you know, certainly on, on uh, you know, you or, or uh, of course, I would be willing to be a guinea pig. But I'd love to see it done on you just to kind of like see what his sort of method is. I'm kind of curious if it's more of like a music form of meditation because he brought that up. Yeah. Uh, or if there's some like resonant breathing, you know, type stuff baked in. Um, We kind of covered the AI platform. I really am curious about where that's going to go and uh, sort of where he's going to implement that. But more importantly, I want to find out how successful that is. So from a scientific standpoint, I would love to know if somebody is having an SOS situation and they need to just talk to something, anything, whatever, if that, in fact, will kind of talk them off of a ledge while they are... Maybe getting um, a real human involved, or or going you know further with therapy, something like that. So I,
1: I don't even know if he's looking at it in that aspect, but I bet if he did, that would be something over there in the UK.
0: What I mean. what would do you know what he's looking at it for?
1: Uh, so the patients can do like a between, I believe between uh, meeting check ins, yeah, or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh, like okay. the AI would call and be like, hey. It's Thursday. It's our random call. Yeah. How are you feeling? What? How was the last couple of days? How are you going into it? How's the weekend looking? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's the concept. I'm sure when I when Adam hears this, he's gonna like jump right on yeah. like LinkedIn or something and be like, "You guys,
0: shut up! Yeah, you Stop talking about you my program." Know. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but but Adam, for what it's worth, if you do if you do make it an SOS type thing, I do want licensing fees. I want to make that very clear. Exactly. Uh, p- and. <laughs>
1: I want to throw this out there, Adam. I feel uh, if you do use music for hypnosis, um, "Fat Bottom Girls" would work the best for me.
0: <laughs> Jack does like his "Fat Bottom Girls." My wife is gonna punch me right yeah. now. <laughs> peace, peace, power, and purpose. I, I like the whole like alliteration thing. Like I thought he did have some really good like um, th- the way he kind of promoted the the experience. You know, was was good. Um, you know, and then he's got like a sort of twelve week program. I think, what did I write here? Not to- Peace, power, purpose, I like alliteration, not to be confused with illiterate, which is, and then I put in parentheses, Jack.
1: Even even when I'm not around people, like, he just thinks about being mean to me, that's it. it. He does it to me, too.
0: He does it to me, too. uh, 12-week, 12-week program, Um, and, you know, I kind of think that that is a decent amount of time. You're basically giving somebody a quarter to suss out their demons, and I think that that is not just a good block of time, but it also will establish if somebody needs maybe a little bit more if they, but it's also like not too much. It's just kind of a sweet spot. And, uh, um, anyway, yeah, I I like, I like that whole bit as well. Um, in terms of what we learned from, from Adam, you brought up the, the compartments in the brain. It is interesting. Your brain will do its best to compartmentalize things. And you know, in a lot of ways that's your, your, that's the survival mechanism of your brain is to compartmentalize things. Uh, you know, it it has a little box called the amygdala of where it stores all of the shit that is supposed to scare you, make you fearful, et cetera, and so forth. And your, I, I, you know, it's it is unfortunate because I think most brains are not that good about keeping those boxes uh, taped down. I think a lot of the time they do open up, they leak and um you know you can just be having a normal day one day and then all of a sudden you're feeling anxious and shitty because uh you saw a caterpillar on your windowsill and that you know (laughs) that made you think of snakes and then snakes scare you and thus now you're feeling anxious so uh yeah the brain the brain does um it it could use a a firmware upgrade
1: oh yeah if your
0: christian god is listening
1: come on tell him i don't don't think it's an if i think he, he is um I think if there was a reset button in the back of the brain, right? Like mine definitely could use it. Right? There's some updates that have been like 25 like, years. Yeah, window,
0: Windows Seven is still begging for a restart. I don't think it's.
1: I think it's three. Right? Like,
0: <laughs> Jack, please just
1: restart me. I'm begging you. Read a book, dummy.
0: <laughs> uh, I also learned that uh, we can heal anxiety. Because even though he claimed that you couldn't, he named or <sighs> he dropped that word a few times. So I'm just going to keep busting his chops. Oh, I don't. Man. I don't
1: believe that's the essence that he was talking about healing. Anxiety. In fact, if you listen to what he said, oh, I listened. Uh, it, it. 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 You can view it in a healing type of way. Those are healing. Pow- like the healing powers of of water. You can get into water. It'll make salt water. It'll make your uh, uh, what's it called? Your arthritis feel better. But sure. guess what? It doesn't mean that you don't still have arthritis. Well, it just makes it feel better.
0: <clears throat> that's, that's where he was going with it. That's where everybody goes with it. But, but maybe anxiety is more like tendonitis, where it doesn't just feel better temporarily. You can heal tendonitis. You cannot heal tendonitis. You can heal tendonitis. I got a gut. What do you mean you can't heal tendonitis? Then why are you wearing a brace on your elbow? To heal my tendonitis. I've got tendonitis. It's painful right now. But if I do stretches, pop a couple of pills, it will be gone in a couple of weeks. And to me, that so how, means healed.
1: So have you ever had tendonitis in that elbow before?
0: First one in this one. I've had it in this one. How many times have you had it in that elbow? Mm, probably like three or four times.
1: So it never healed? It did heal. Then why did you get it back through because I didn't do
0: a good job exercising those tendons and making sure they didn't get re-injured.
1: You know, we're going to agree to disagree because you're raising your voice right now. And remember what your doctor said about that.
0: There you go. If only I knew some breathing techniques, which we will discuss in episode 18. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Does youth and upbringing play a role in our present time? And I, I, I mean, I I don't know about you, but I think the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, it's. uh, um, I mean, there's I mean, really no argument about that. I mean, people's childhood experiences, I think, play a huge impact, such as if there was sexual abuse, physical abuse, gaslighting, emotional abuse. I mean, I think that affects people later on.
1: I, I agree. In the, in the beginning, I had issues with this because you can have, you know, we've had serial killers with a perfect childhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to me, You can always change your stars, right? You can change your past. So for me, like I have, I I understand the concept, right? Like I was bullied a lot as a kid. That' why that's why it kind of drives me and motivates me in my business world and stuff like that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, I I those people that are like I grew up in a super low income housing area. So that means I'm destined for life to. Get a girl pregnant and and still live in that low income place. You know sure. what I mean? Like, some people are like, this is the only thing I'm good for. And that's what I have issues with. Okay. Okay. So, I, I'm going to take a little spin here and I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk a little nature versus nurture. Uh, let's talk about you and your daughter. Okay. Uh, where do you stand? Nature or nurture?
0: <clears throat> You, you know the, this is obviously going to sound like a little bit of a cop out answer but i'm not sure it is as simple as one versus the other i mean ultimately i think you know and you would know this better than i would cuz you now you know have two adult daughters but but uh, <clears throat> i i think everybody is born at least with certain parameters of a personality um you know some babies are yeah you know some babies cry more some babies laugh more some babies just kind of hang around right i mean so i mean you obviously have kind of baked in already what your maybe your predisposition is mm-hmm. but you can nurture that predisposition for example let's say my daughter i kind of even thinking about this like hurts me to say this but let's say my daughter is a laughing well she actually she is she's a laughing she's a lovely baby she's a laughing baby but let's say every time she laughed i hit her Yeah. Or um, I put her down or I made her cry. Right. Like so that that now tells her brain that every time she feels happy and like she wants to laugh. Well, it's it's Pavlov's dog. Right. Well, if I laugh, I'm immediately going to get punished. So I'm never going to laugh again. Well, so. So, I mean, you, you somebody can nurture. um the the happiness out of a person yeah. but but likewise i think somebody can nurture the happiness into a person let's say maybe the baby is more prone to crying so you know that so somebody just constantly um it makes little goofy faces tries to you know soothe the baby etc and so forth and eventually the baby learns that well laughing is okay being happy is okay and then it eventually just kind of becomes more naturally happy right so so i I, you know i and i think that i don't necessarily think that ends in your adulthood either i mean like no it doesn't because that's you know like spousal abuse like let's say you're married to an abusive husband or wife yeah you will learn to behave a certain way based on the way that they treat you yes And, and that can change you as a person so
1: yeah exactly and just like i believe that you can any one of these orphans right if you adopt an orphan if you show them what love and kindness and tenderness is, yeah. right? You can you can crack that shell that they've created, yeah. right? Mm. That they've been kinda of abandoned and left in the world. So to me, you you can change not only yourself, but you can change others' perspective, right? Yeah. Mm. So I don't know, it, unless you do the whole Spartan thing where you send your kid off into the wilderness at seven and years should, of age sure. for four months, you know what I mean? Here's a like,
0: knife, go fight a bear.
1: <laughs> good luck, brother, you know what I mean? Uh, That's obvious true nature versus nurture. However, I think you can do that to people.
0: Um, Before we move on to the next one really quick, I I, I hate kind of bringing this example up, but it is close to home. That six-year-old kid that shot that teacher in Newport News. Yeah. So a lot of stuff has come to light about that kid, namely that, A, this wasn't his first you know, the, yeah. it wasn't his first rodeo. He had a history of saying really awful things to people. I think he outright said he was going to kill the teacher or something. Yeah. I don't know why that didn't throw any red flags up. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Do you think he? Uh, do you think that that was nurtured, natured, or is it repairable?
1: I, so, obviously, I think it's repairable. Okay. It, it, it's not going to happen until his teens because it's been too much... Natured into him.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I, I, I don't. You know what? I, I, I had from what I've read, I'm not a fan of the mother. Okay? Yeah, she
0: she seems like a piece of work. Although I don't know, I don't know if she was like abusive in the sense that he's killing or he wants to kill people because that's what she said to him. You, you know what I'm saying?
1: I, I agree. You, but but there's also. There's abuse in not being present.
0: Yeah, 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 fair point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So
1: I, I think there's a lot of that. So this kid was able to watch these horrible, play these horrible video games at sure. like four <laughs> or five years
0: old, right? Listen to Marilyn Manson. You know <laughs> well, I
1: mean? I mean, yeah, I mean, but it, let's face it, people. I mean, if they're playing killing, shoot em up video games at <laughs> four and five years old and watching anything they want to and stuff like that, then what they perceive the world. At that age, any psych 101 class will tell you, those, especially those formative years, yeah. that's how they're learning to perceive, to act in the real world. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to carry a gun, especially if they have an older sibling that's some little gangbanger at, yeah. that's in high school, right? That's the way they're supposed to be. So I think it's been natured into this kid.
0: Okay. But you do think that, it's, that he can change? It's just, I mean, obviously he's going to need his own therapy and- as long as he's not like like,
1: like schizophrenic or something like that, then yeah. Y- yes, I think, like I said before, I think you can you can in- infuse love, yeah, right, and you can and the whole thing that these kids and these people that are looking for is safety, yeah. right? That, I mean, why carry a gun to be safe? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Same thing for this kid, right?
0: And and unfortunately, by the way, there are mental health disorders that do. Uh, have a propensity towards violence i guess uh but you know that's not the norm necessarily there are plenty of nice people with with uh and successful people for that matter that have like let's say bipolar disorder or or um schizophrenia you get but what advice, i hate
1: so. you know what they're gonna do you know what they're doing to that kid is they're pumping him full of drugs
0: oh oh yeah uh, um i'm sure he is on baby prozac or whatever like, i well, mean like and, and that's what like it kills me like that's <coughs> yeah
1: you know let's Let's face it. This kid is probably not going to go to some top-notch therapist, right?
0: No, no, no. He's just going to get passed around in CPS and, and exactly. Uh, yeah, so they're yeah. going
1: to like pump him with drugs. Yeah. Has he been acting out? Yes. Giving more meds. Yeah. Has he not been acting out? Then leave him there. You yeah. know what I mean? So I feel sorry for the kid.
0: Um, yeah, it, it's it is one of those things where our system will f- <laughs> this is so bleak, but our system probably will fail him even further. Um,
1: but it's... but but there is light for the future. Yeah, because that mother is being held accountable for that child. Yeah, which is huge, mm-hmm. and people need to pay attention to this. It's mm-hmm. it's like when you first get your license, you're accountable for the safety of the other drivers around you. Well, until your child is 18, you're responsible. Yeah. If you, if you have an up and for your daughter when she decides to have a pajama jam jam at her house, right? When you got when you and your wife are gone somewhere.
0: I will put cameras all over that living room.
1: Well, check this, bro. Uh, Down in here in Virginia, and it's happened in a couple of states surrounding us. um, Teens went to a house, were drinking at that house, left that house, crashed into somebody. I don't remember if they got hurt, they hurt somebody else, whatever. It doesn't matter. But someone died. They charged the family of the house where the party was with uh, homicide. Because they created that situation, yeah, and, and hands to them, yeah, because they're under eighteen, mm-hmm. they're not responsible adults. I don't care how old they say they are, yeah, and but now they're trying to lower the voting age to sixteen, I, whatever. Um, until they're recognized as adults, they're responsible. And I love the fact how the mother is getting charged for this. Yeah, yeah.
0: <clears throat> no, I mean, it, you, there there needs to be some accountability and. You know, certainly in, in this case, like with the with the six-year-old kid just taking it back right there, I, if she is, in fact, to blame for some of his behavioral issues, um, you know, it's it's a good thing that he's maybe being pulled away from her. But, um, you know, again, getting passed around in, in uh, adoption agencies, I'm not really sure that's necessarily the right recipe either. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not what this podcast is about. Correct. So, get back in.
1: Uh, do you feel... That anyone can ever be so lost that there's no hope or no turning back we kind of talked about this
0: yeah yeah we just kind of talked about that I um, I would kind of agree with you I mean is there ever a situation where there is no hope yeah I mean I hate to say it, but the answer is probably yes but I think in most cases where somebody is like well there's just no hope for this person um, it's very easy to write somebody off very quickly when I think that in, in a lot of situations um, you can, you can still. There's still some light left in, in that person. So, uh, can you ever be so lost? Yes, but is it? Um, it's rare. Uh,
1: I don't think they're ever, ever too far gone. Um, so I'm gonna, but you know, infuse a little Christianity in this because I, I know you love that. Um, uh, so it's my belief that God has a plan for us, and we need to just keep searching for what that is. I do not believe the plan God has for some people to be. Homeless IV drug users, users, right? I don't believe that's why they were created. Uh, I think their situation they were in got them there, and I think if they could be shown a way, they could come back from where they are. Because I, I believe in my heart of hearts, nine tenths of those people, they're searching. They're they're, they're they're that guide they're looking for, right? You know, if you if you're a maritime person, you're stir, you're you're going to steer on the North Star. I, I think they've they've gone lost in where they're going.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is it is true. Well, I, I am a big believer, and if you like, you know, if you want something really, really bad, there is generally a way for you to attain it. Um, you know, if you don't want to be a you know drug user or homeless, um, I think I think that there are ways for you to pull yourself out. But I mean, you have to want it too. And unfortunately, I think a lot of time people also lose lose sight of wanting it does I, that make sense you know what I mean like
1: I agree I think geography plays a huge part in it you know what I mean yeah. like if you're in downtown Detroit bro you're effed yep. you know what I mean like <laughs> I, no one's coming into downtown Detroit like you're gonna have to like walk yourself out yeah, sure to get to it and and that's how sad it is um, now I do believe that God gave us our own unique gifts and talents because I'm a big believer in communal living
0: what's your unique gift or talent protecting All right, okay okay we talked about this. We did. I know. I just wanted to be honest. Yours, yours is, yeah, that's yours. That's
1: <laughs> gifted <laughs> gift talent.
0: Badooch. Yes.
1: You so teed yourself up for that I one. I really did. I- so, and, and again, like a com- for communal living, I-, I think that's a big part of it. I think you have to. I think we have people that are naturally gifted at being mechanics, they're mechanics that fix your cars. Yeah. You're naturally gifted at working on computers. I, I don't know how you are at working on vehicles. I don't know how you are at celestial navigation and sure. driving boats. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, I, 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 would say that that is true. And and I'm not even coming at this from a Christian stand of you know point of view. I, I do think that everybody has, everybody is born with with something. The problem is is I, I, and some people will go. And actually, I would even say that maybe m- more often than not, some people will go their entire lives without ever finding or discovering that particular talent or gift agreed, agreed. And, and and that is a you know big reason i think why some people then fall into anxiety and depression and and uh even worse states just because they didn't quite ever put their finger on what you know their purpose was
1: well i'll be honest and, and i'll say this like when you start when you when you find one of your gifts or talents and you start applying it you start to feel a wholeness In you yeah so to me those people are have an emptiness about them because they haven't been filled yet
0: yeah right that that is but by the way that is a big component of anxiety which we have discussed in earlier episodes but when you don't find your purpose or rather there is statistically speaking a lot of people that suffer from anxiety disorders generally don't have a fulfilled purpose in the sense that, too, they're you know like they have nothing to distract themselves from anxiety. You know that's why a lot of like you know stay-at-home mothers all have really bad anxiety, or or senior citizens all having you know can have anxiety. I mean, like because well they've sort of lost you know lost their 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 way, I guess. And um, you know so it is. It's important to find find purpose in, in your life, and um, you know just you know grip onto it. It's it's uh, it's good stuff. So, uh, what is everyone's stance on spiritual slash Holistic healing. Uh, oh, we we need to. I'm sorry, we need to take a break. Uh, Jack is giving me the hand sign, so we will be back in just a moment. All right, and we are back. <clears throat> All right. So, what is everyone's stance on spiritual slash holistic healing? Jack, take it away.
1: Okay. So, you know, we kind of hit on this a little bit. Uh, hypnosis believer, non-believer. Right now, I'm kind of a non-believer. Okay. I, I, that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm in that ballpark. Uh, we need to get Adam on here get someone hypnotized uh it i swear to god if i'm walking around this office like a chicken you're both gonna get punched in
0: the face <laughs> um I, I really implore you to uh to contact him and let him know uh like see if he'd be willing to do that i think it'd be yeah i think it'd be cool for everybody but anyway
1: yeah and he wants to come back on so yeah. that'd be kind of cool yeah um so adam uh, if you're listening. Um, I will contact you, but you know, contact me.
0: Okay, let me hit them digits. Uh.
1: <laughs> Slide in my DMs. I don't <laughs> know if I should say that <laughs> Damn, right? Um, talk therapy and CRM, uh, real quick. It's a it's a neurobiologically based affect focused trauma treatment model, which facilitates targeted targeting of traumatic experiences by bridging the most primitive aspects of the person and their brain to their purest purest healthiest parts of the self. What do you think about that? I like it. You want to throw that back out at me? Go ahead. Spit it out in three words. Bulletize uh, it.
0: Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. There Boom. you go. Done. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and you know what? Just, you know, that was where she brought up the whole spirit animal and everything <clears throat> else like that. Um,
0: and you're a slug, right?
1: No. Mine is a white wolf. It was pretty cool. Okay. I think
0: yours would be the angry cricket. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'll take it, man. Whatever. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And so, everybody knows my stance. And if you don't, I'm from a spiritual, holistic view of healing. Uh, and so that brings us medications or discipline, or is there even such a thing? I I will say this: this varies upon what you're dealing with, right? I think if we're talking about schizophrenia and stuff like that, I you're bipolar you're gonna need meds like that just you have to have that but i honestly think if you're if you're dealing with not that there is but you know general anxiety gad if you're dealing with depression and i think some forms are ptsd you don't need the meds i think we can do this through holistic means there's sorry i'm sorry there's even a place in mexico where a lot of veterans are going to now uh, there's an American that's down there that's got shops set up and they're doing like
0: uh, hallucination yeah, 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 with yeah. like the
1: mushrooms and stuff like that. Th- so
0: that, that is becoming a very common thing and by the way there is science baked into that too that, that uh, things like uh magic mushrooms by the way these are all things that you should be doing under guidance these are not you know this is not advocating that you go out find some mushrooms from a you know your local vendor and and uh now it's just going to cure your depression no these are things that are used as very uh sophisticated tools uh to help heal anxiety and depression but there is a lot of research to suggest that that they can um the thing that you are referring to is ayahuasca yeah uh, and and that is I think that also a lot of billionaire CEOs are getting involved into uh, athletes but uh basically yes they go through a guided hallucination um which kind of helps them rewire things and and um you know for the good hopefully But
1: there's but there's mental ones like uh brain nutrient ones that that are not hallucinating type like you could do chaka right you know chakra um Chaka is like the black... up. It's usually up in the northeast on like uh, oak trees. It looks like a black deformity on the tree. Okay. But it's actually kind of like a, a mushroom type. Yeah. And you can cut it off. You put it in your tea. It has healing properties. Mm. It, it helps with clarity. It, you know what I mean? It does like all kinds of stuff. Uh,
0: C- Cover mm, root's another one. Helps with relaxation and stuff. Yeah. yeah lion's
1: mane. Mm. All yeah. that type of stuff. Uh, there's a there's a brand put out by uh, Laird Hamilton and his wife, uh, Gabrielle Reese. And they have, and Sean Ryan from Vigilance Elite uh, has gone in with them as well. And they have like a whole line of like products that you can do, uh, everything from like drinks to vitamins that are like it's, it's like brain nutrients, right? It's getting in there.
0: So, so nootropics, which is a very common thing these days. I'm a little bit like, I'm a little bit lukewarm on the eff- efficacy of nootropics. Um, I do think that there obviously are supplements and things like that that can help things like focus and, and even relaxation stuff like that. But like, I think a lot of these people are pumping these things as like magic solutions. and you know I just I just don't know that they are Um, well see
1: and that's the problem to me mental health you need a toolbox right
0: yeah you You, you you need different
1: tools for different times and different events and stuff like that everybody's looking for that oh nine sixteenths deep well socket that will fix everything on your porsche yeah, yeah,
0: yeah exactly but it's not the case right you need and it
1: at nine sixteenths won't fit anything on your. Uh, porsche. Uh, exactly so. on it, right
0: it's you need you need those special proprietary german ones yeah. uh no it's true like you do you do you need a, you need a, a lot of tools in a toolbox and uh you know they're obviously good to they keep around um i agree there are natural cures to to these things i i do 100 percent feel like you can cure anxiety and depression. Um, and, and even maybe some more extreme ones, like, ex- like extreme personality disorder, um, l- l- with natural techniques, I think medicine can be the, in, you know, a tool in the toolbox. I am still on a low dose of Zoloft myself, using it as a, small uh, you know basically a a, a tool in the toolbox but um, you know i'm very confident that i can probably actually probably could do it right now could get off of it Uh, um, and i think most people that are on medicine if you don't want to be on it i think that you can make it a goal to get off Um, but that said yeah there are certainly plenty of natural options and um, you know cbt talk therapy um, these are all definitely ways to do it taking some natural supplements i mean honestly inflammation probably plays a big part in depression and anxiety if you're eating a good diet, eating good food, I think you'll probably find that that might end up helping a pretty good deal with that alone. You know, just drinking a lot of water, exercising, you get the idea.
1: So I heard the other day of a buddy of mine, He's what he's doing is he's dieting. Not, okay, I don't want to say he's not dieting to lose weight. He's mm-hmm. dieting to eat to feel better. However, it's based on his blood type, eating to match your blood type. Yeah. So I think that is also important. Like for me, being a positive, I I went off of red meats for nine months, and it was like the greatest nine months. Like my body feeling wise, I love a ribeye steak, and everywhere sure. I went, there was like the most <clears throat> beautiful ribeye steaks you've ever seen in your life. However, I would say this that you know since I've come off it, it you know you get that uh, that that blah yeah feeling the lethargy from red meat. You know,
0: yeah yeah it 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 is a more there there's a um, a company out there. We should probably see if we'll sponsor us. But uh, um, what are they called? But anyway, long long story short, is you basically I think send them like a blood sample and a pee sample, maybe a few other things, whatever, and then they end up running sort of like a scan of your genetics. And then figure out what food is potentially the best fit for you yeah so that that is a thing and it's i think maybe becoming an even you know a a bigger thing um so yeah i I mean for sure but but ultimately whether it's cutting out red meat cutting out um i was gonna say glucose cutting out uh well sugar um uh, gluten at the end of the day you just want to eat good you know get rid of the fucking doritos you know get rid of
1: Agreed. Yeah, they taste good. They do. Yeah, but if sure. you're on a constant diet of that, first of all, you're not a freshman in college. Late yeah, it.
0: exactly. You don't
1: have the body dynamics for it. Um, I would be interested if you sent your blood type in. I, I don't know what the diet would be for assholeness.
0: <laughs> That's you snuck that one in.
1: I couldn't resist, man. This is it's coming to me today.
0: Actually, I'm really mad. I uh, I didn't see that one coming. I'm uh, <laughs> cold clock me right in the back of the head there. So, yeah, so I I have I actually have thought about uh, submitting a blood test and seeing if there was anything, you know, it tells you also, you know, if you're oh, you should not eat avocados, but you should eat more black lentils, you know, this kind of thing. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, eating, eating for health. It's a very, very important thing. So, yeah, natural remedies do exist. Want to make it very, very clear one more time. Things will get better. They just will. If you are somebody that suffers from anxiety and or depression, you've probably had at least a good day unless it's like new for you but uh, you've probably at least had a good day just remember you can always have another one of those good days i thought that it was the end for me but uh six months later i'm doing uh well it's not been longer than that but in six months in i started having some good days and i keep on trying to grip onto those so i I do have a quick question here uh where you
1: wrote into your show notes yeah did you actually write that? I, your...
0: I did. Religion and spirituality can play an important role in improving your mental health. Obviously, you believe in this bogusness called Christianity, and that's great, but uh, hey, look, it works for you. And even though it's total nonsense, if it works for you, more power to you. Again, if it's
1: nonsense, then why did you have your daughter baptized?
0: Because I made it very clear that if you have two choices in life, it's called Pascal's theory i think pascal something or another you can either choose to believe in god or not believe in him but if you believe in him and he doesn't exist then you're no worse for where correct but if you don't believe in him and he does exist well then you're screwed so your safest choice is to just assume he's there and then even if he's not well hey you made at least the right choice Assuming he or in the event that he is. So, so yeah, look up Pascal's. uh,
1: Right. So what we're saying right now is that you are a Christian.
0: I'm, I was, well, I was born one. And you're raising your daughter as one. No, I didn't say that. And we saw the Pope's jewelry that you were wearing. I had, I had had the Pope, (laughs) I had the Pope's uh, chain around my neck. I was born Catholic and my daughter is going to be able to make her own choice. I might, you know, I might take her to a synagogue. I might take her to a mosque. I might take her to a Catholic church. I'll all have God at the focus. Well, yeah. And see which if she likes it. And if she's like, this is all nonsense to me, Dad. I just want to go home and fucking play tennis. Cool. Let's go play tennis, girl. Let's do this. So. Okay. And then she can win the U.S. Open and buy her daddy a Ferrari. Anyways. Time for table talk. <laughs> no, I really do. I do think religion and spirituality are important. Uh, even if you are not religious, you're atheist or agnostic, whatever your choice is. Uh, just having a having a path. Even if that's one that you set for yourself, and that is your spiritual guidance, it is very important to to healing. So, uh, but table talk. Um, oh yes, Chris. Yeah. It is now September,
1: and we all know what that means. But to catch everybody up, we had a little wager from the beginning of summer. Uh, someone thought that they were a little, a little too smart for their therapist, <laughs> psychiatrist, whatever it is, and and and, and you've been you've been D-ing around with trying to find a uh, a psychiatrist and i said fine if by september you don't if you're not in a regular program you owe me a hundred burpees
0: do you remember this i do i owe you a hundred burpees
1: and we're gonna have us a little hundred burpee party
0: it is the uh as i was as of recording it is the 12th uh you name the time and place my friend we'll do this Well, tomorrow morning uh, we are biking at 6 a.m. Yes, 6 a.m. Why can't you guys do it at a normal human time? I am a new, I'm a father of a baby. You think I, I mean, like, that's just when I'm going to sleep. I need sleep, Jack.
1: This is your body's natural cicadic rhythm. If we go back, (laughs) right, to early man, sun comes up, you're awake. You're 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 fending off creatures from your family. Sun goes down. You're in the cave. You're locked away. But that's 7
0: a.m. Sunrise tomorrow is six is about 6:46, I think.
1: And you know how amazing it is to be outside, PT and sweating and watching the sun come up. Kick that rooster and be like, wake up, punk. That's what you need in your life.
0: <sighs> but it's okay. What are you doing at 7:30 a.m.? Like maybe maybe after your bike ride, I can join you for the burpees
1: where do you want us to meet because we'll both come and cheer you on let's
0: just my man we don't you it.
1: come and meet us where we're gonna be meeting fine
0: at. I'll meet you there um this is not this is not and it will <clears throat> a, a, a video clip of this will
1: be on the patreon side just so everybody knows
0: oh that's, that's actually great that's, that's a, a great, great idea. first content yeah. wonderful you're right I'm gonna write that one down uh add Chris dying <laughs> to. Patreon.
1: Look, I was a tact medic in the military. Don't worry, I'll bring you back. Um,
0: and then you can finish your burpees. Exactly. Now, uh, as the mental health provider search going, uh, it's not going well. I, I still have not found anybody local, and I've kind of given up on the teledoc thing. However, I do want to make one quick shout out through all of this, and I'm obviously not going to name any names because, uh, um, well, you just shouldn't do that. Uh, but there was one lady. Who was more or less with me from the very beginning, and it was because she was assigned through my insurance. Basically, you're allotted like I think. Really, she's more just like a registered nurse, and she's not really supposed to be a a psych, you know, a psychologist or a therapist. She's really just supposed to kind of listen to your problems and kind of refer mm, refer guidance to you, sort of thing. So she's a midwife. She midwife. Yeah, she can deliver your baby. know. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or she can fix your well, brain. Well, right? actually, actually, they do. Funny, you mention that because they do. That same program with the insurance did have midwives that Alex was able to use or my, my wife was able to use. Yeah. But anyway, um, so uh, anyway, this woman, um, out of all the people that I had talked to in the last year, and that was, I mean, uh, well, year and a half now, but that was, you know, easily, I don't know, damn near 10 people probably uh she she really was probably one of the sweetest most compassionate maybe not always the most knowledgeable but she also never claimed to be almost ever and to, to a fault because there were certain times where she would say things and she's like well i just want you to know that i am a registered nurse and i'm not you know this is not you know professional advice and blah 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 and it was just like listen gal you're making me feel better than anybody else. Anyway, I want to give her a huge shout out, even though she's anonymous. Uh, she was awesome, and frankly, at this, I'm, I've actually considered calling her up and just kind of giving her a thank you, and um, you know, just striking up a you know maybe hey, you know, every six months I'll check in with you and just kind of see how you're doing. Uh, but um, no, she she was awesome. To answer your question, mental health provider search not going well. Uh, but to be fair, my mental health is so not saying I'm not gonna not saying I'm giving up. Would would you like some assistance? Yes, yes, I would. Okay
1: i will do that for you
0: um now that some of the stressor stressors have been taken off your shoulders how are you feeling
1: good actually yeah. uh, you know business is picking up we've been doing some traveling uh, not having some things hanging over our head is really nice yeah you know uh yeah it's, it's amazing how
0: things that you don't even realize are affecting you they just are, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like stuff that you're, you're like, they're not in the forefront or even the midfront of your brain. They're just sort of buried in your deep subconscious, and that is just what's driving fucking you up. It's, and that uh, and
1: that's what you focus on the most. Yeah, right. It's kind of yeah. like uh, being a supervisor, either in the military or in corporation or stuff like that. You always spend ninety percent of your time on ten percent of the population, right? Because they're yeah. the ass aches. So <laughs>
0: yeah. I love it. And Jack said ass aches. So that that means that we are at the end of our episode. <laughs> uh, everybody, this was The Only Way Is Up. It was a follow-up episode about our guest, Adam Gornal, uh, who we really enjoyed having on. Um, and also, we just kind of talked turkey about some of the other things about mental health. So uh, anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, we will be back with an episode on breathing. That will be our next episode. And, um, and uh, anyway, uh, Jack, anything last words you want to add? No, uh, I, I can't wait to record tomorrow morning. I, I didn't know if I needed to <clears throat> remind anybody of that. Yeah. You, might need, you might need to get my ass out of bed come to my house and just blast like an air horn in my ear. And, uh, yeah. I'll
1: be out there on the, the back of my truck holding a, a radio boombox. Yeah, up. yeah,
0: pl- playing, playing Marilyn Manson.
1: Yeah, of course. Ironically.
0: Anyway, uh, everybody, thanks for listening. We will be back with another episode really soon. Thank you for listening to The Only Way Is Up. The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for professional medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please consult with your doctor. Please like, follow, and subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you need to contact us, feel free to reach out to us at support at thecoco.net.